Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I am your host, Liz. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark. And today we are talking about impact. The go home to Rebellion. We'll be at Rebellion this weekend, so no weekend show from us. Correct. Um, um, typical impact show, kind of a little bit of story development, um, but nothing huge. Uh, yeah, you know, run of the mill. Yeah, neither here nor there. Would have expected a little bit more from a go home, but we got we got a uh, appearances from two ECW legends with this taking place in Twenty Three Hundred Arena after all. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know how much of a big go-home show you really need when you've been building up the same stories for months now. I know, but, yeah. I mean, like, Alex Shelley wasn't even on the show. Well, Alex Shelley's not a rebellion. Chris Sabin wasn't even on the show. Um, he's got a big match against Macklin and uh, Jay White. Um, yeah, I mean... A little, little turn of the turn of the tables. This the stuff with Speedball and Ace Austin was good. Um, Moose and Josh was was great as always. Um, yeah, I mean, this was good. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't not enjoy it. I thought it was decent. Mm-hmm. As comforting as any episode of Impact ever is. Yeah. Um, let me give a little bit of a nutshell for everyone. So we started off with a tag match, Violent by Design versus Decay. Not a tag match, is kind of a teaser for the gauntlet match that uh, Violent by Design will be defending their titles in. Uh, I think it's eight teams. Um, we had Matt Cardona versus Guido Maritato. Him and, um, Tony Mama Luke came out. We're not really familiar with ECW. So, we don't know who these people are, but they seem like big deals to ECW fans. Um, let's see, we, we didn't see Gresham at all today. Um, but we did get Shara versus, uh, in a, in a jobber match. Uh, we had Honor No More versus Bullet Club, which had Bullet Club, um, taking the dub. And I guess this is another teaser before the gauntlet match, because Good Brothers and OGK are both involved in it. Um... We had Mike Bailey and Ace Austin versus Trey Miguel Laredo Kid, which saw Mike Bailey turn on Ace Austin after the match. Um, and then finally we had Moose's public apology, which was a great promo as always from Moose, and then Josh coming up, coming in to uh, start a brawl. So... It was fun. It was a pretty fun show. 
with all things considered. Yeah. Um, I thought they did good for what they had. Yeah. I just wish they would... They would, like, do more to, like, surprise people or, like, turn the tide. Like, they could have thrown in a stipulation for one of these matches. They could have, uh... Announced like a surprise fourth man for the X Division title match, or like um, given a last minute match, Boopender versus Shara, something like that. Well, I think they did, in that I'm sure Cardone is defending that title against Jordan Grace during the like kickoff. It's possible. Possible. Um, I feel like there's going to be two uh, kickoff matches. It'll probably be that and maybe someone in Boopinder, whether it's Shara or Raj Singh. Um, maybe something with Chris Bay, like Chris Bay versus Kenny King. That would be cool. Um, we also saw the revival of PCO, because I guess he was declared dead after last week. Didn't know he could die. Yeah. Um, Vincent gave him a little jump with jumper cables. Um, so maybe uh, PCO will play a little part in Rebellion. I bet he'll come out for the Jonah match. I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking big. I'm thinking he comes out. Is Josh's first challenger? Maybe. Or for the X Division title. Which would be weird because he just lost a match. And he's not really X Division shaped. Yeah, but Macklin went for the X Division title. I kind of always thought that like X Division was like the junior heavyweight kind of thing. I always thought so too. I mean, like Jake something went for that title. Let's um, see. So that's pretty. That's the nutshell. And you want to go into some news? Oh, the tagline is that it's not about weight limits; it's about no limits. Which I think PCO has a couple limits at this point in his life. Do you have to be a human to go for it? Yeah, maybe that's like the one stipulation. Oh. Sorry, right, PCO. More like PCO. Yep. There you go. Bada bing. You can see her rump. No, um. Not on the stream. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there we go. That's all you need to see. Um, and I will now work at an angle. <laughs> so let's start with some WWE news. If I can find Twitter. First piece of news is that um, SmackDown is going to be taped. Um, the April 20... Holy shit. The April 22nd episode is going to be um taped after the live episode i guess oh um 
Probably because of Memorial Day? I think it's because the European tour. So... So is it... No, the, the, like next week's episode's gonna be taped after tomorrow's episode, right? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, because well, yeah, I mean that's what the article cites. Oh, okay. That that yeah. um, it's because of UK tour. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um. So we'll see that on April 29th. Um. Also, Pat McAfee is apparently in talks with Amazon Prime. Um, because they are looking at him for a Thursday night football role. Hmm. Which makes sense. I don't see why not. Yeah. I'd love to watch football with Pat McAfee talking over it. Yeah. He is a very good commentator. He is. Um, also, in like vaguely weird news, the WWE is selling a, a collectible. Vince McMahon $1 billion bill for the cheap price of $99.99. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, Going to have McMahon's face on the front and the WWE headquarters on the back. So were you buying it or should I? Pete's. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're not. She could sit on it. Like a nest egg. Yeah. Or she'll literally sit on it knowing her. Because yeah. it's a different square. Yeah. It's not the same square as everything else. Psycho cat. Um, also, Von Wagner is now on a Euro trip. He apparently um, is, uh, is uh, doing NXT UK appearances. Lucky NXT UK. <laughs> They get all the good stuff. Jesus. Oh. What? I'm looking at the results for the NXT UK tapings, and I was like, fuck, they had a lot of matches in one episode. Oh, they did, they did tapings? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Several episodes of the show were taped last night, April 20th, hmm. which was not last. Was that, that was, yeah, that was last night. Yeah. Um, other people that appeared... We're Lash Legend. Um, uh, I know Ivy Nile uh, made an appearance. Uh, uh, God fucking damn it. Um, yeah. Um, actually, funny enough, in this episode, oh, yes, she did. She defeated Nina Samuels. Me too. Haven't we all defeated Nina Samuels at some point in our lives? Yeah. Um, who's Angel Hayes? Uh, she's just somebody on. She's pretty new on NXT UK. Okay. Is uh that a crazy girl? The Cy one that was uh Brookside? maybe dating? No, not Zaya Brookside. She's different kind of crazy. Isla Dawn. Um. No. Um. Bangs. Oh, Blair Davenport. Yeah, she's still there. Yeah. She had a title match against uh, Meiko Satomura a month or two ago. 
Well, anyways. Um, in some not WWE news. Um, MLW is going to be hosting Sandman. He is coming back for the Kings of Coliseum. Is that how you spell Coliseum? I thought Coliseum had an I. It does. Okay. Um, then I don't know why they're spelling it C-O-L-O-S-S-E-U-M, but alternatives, I guess. Oh, um, yes, yes. Oh, wait, there are two different kinds. Coliseum with an I. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, there's just two ways of spelling it. Well, the way that they're doing it looks wrong. That's my official verdict. The standard spelling for an outdoor stadium is Colosseum with an I, but the one in Rome is called Colosseum with an O. Well, I'm glad that they we're spelling it like the ancient Romans. Um, but yeah, um, Sandman, former ECW champion, he is going to be at the Philly show, Kings of Colosseum, that is May 13th at the ECW arena, or... 2300 arena after tonight my brain got fried um but that's pretty cool yeah yeah i don't know what his like vibe is like they say the return mm -hmm. uh, but it's again? not yeah that part's not clear Wrestling but, uh, 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 Jeff Jarrett. Old and, man pipe. Or Jerry Lawler. Let him. Um, also, MLW is partnering with 1PW. Um, One Pro Wrestling. Uh, they have been gone for 11 years. They're back now. Um, and I guess MLW is kind of letting them piggyback a little bit. Um, and, uh, they have actually already announced several pretty impressive stars for having been gone for 11 years, um, including Rob Van Dam, Mickey James, and Ruby Soho. Um, Alex Hammerstone is also going to be having a match. So. Hmm. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um... Also in not WWE news, but still wrestling news. Um, you seen Bray Wyatt's Twitter? No, I haven't. Let me let me hop on there. Right Shit's now. weird. Um, apparently there's news that came out that his asking price right now is very very high, and that's why he's not shown up anywhere. Um. That's why he didn't return to WWE. That's why he didn't um, show up in AEW. Um, <clears throat> but he has tweeted things such as, I do think it's true that he who makes a beast of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man. Then, next tweet, but... Next tweet, but if you become the machine, you don't have to feel it all. Hashtag what if, question mark. Next tweet, to be sentient. Hmm. Um, also, there's uh, this. Hang on, hang on. 
there's that fun little image that goes with it. So. I too love just drunk texting at 10 a.m. No drunk tweeting. I wish I could be Bray Wyatt purely because I could just do whatever the fuck I wanted on social media. Everyone would be like, it's part of the art. And I'd be like, yeah. yeah. It's like Malachi. Like, at least Malachi's is like a little more like coherent. We can give him that much. Vaguely more coherent. Vaguely. Yeah. Longer. Longer stuff. Yeah. Um, also, somebody's involved in a sweet little Hollywood lawsuit that um, I don't want to get into the context of, but apparently Kevin Nash has now found himself vaguely embroiled in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard divorce case. What? Um, yeah. Apparently, Kevin Nash was in the movie Magic Mike, which I have seen Magic Mike, and I did not know that. I don't. I, I think I've seen it. I don't remember him in it at all. I don't think he was in it. it, it okay, so Russell Talks says Kevin Nash starred in the movie as the character Tarzan. Which I don't believe was a character that was a star in the movie, but maybe I'm wrong. I also watched this years and years and years ago. Anyways, not the point. Um, apparently, some text messages came out in 2014 that had Johnny Depp being pissed off that Amber Heard was staying out until 5 a.m. for a rap party for the movie. Kevin Nash having starred in it. A picture... <laughs> was posted by him of him hugging Amber Heard and the caption is having wine with my drinking buddy Amber Heard and like they're hugging but like nobody ever made any rumors that like they were like fucking or anything like that yeah so it's um poor Kevin Nash <laughs> Yeah. My dude's probably just like, you tweet something once. And I'm looking at pictures of Ke of Kevin Nash and Magic Mike, and I mean, he is part of, like, the core group. Really? Yeah, like, he's on the poster and everything. I mean, to be totally fair, the way he looks in this picture is not the Kevin Nash that I know. Yeah. Um. But that's wild. Um, and apparently Johnny Depp freaked the fuck out about this picture. So mm -hmm. take that how you will. Um, all right. Last pieces of news. Now that I've successfully navigated away from my bookmarks, Tony Khan gave a big old update about the video game. According to Fightful Select, the tentative release date for the game is late September. Um, and at this point, it's going to be called AW Fight Forever. Yeah, and apparently so. they recorded some chants uh, after Dynamite from the crowd. Uh, yeah, because he announced this pre-Rampage, uh, apparently. Mm -hmm. And they recorded, I think it was Adam Cole, Adam Page... 
chance. Um, maybe Britt Baker or Thunder Rosa. Um, well, the biggest names they did chance for. Very cool. Um, final piece of news. Impact news. Um, Slammiversary was announced. Um, and that there's a set of tapings scheduled to take place on June 19th and June 20th, um, in Nashville. Um, I am not sure if the, oh, I think the, I'm sorry, hang on. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that they announced like the day it's happening specifically. Okay. But they announced that there are tapings for it. Um, because the 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 quote from Russell Talk is Fightful Select is reporting that Impact Slam anniversary and a set of tapings are scheduled to take place on June nineteenth and June twentieth in Nashville. Fightful notes that the location and date are set to be announced imminently. So I guess that means that they don't have like an actual date date. Uh, I would imagine it's like what the twenty. Yeah. Well, no, slam anniversary. When was slam anniversary? I don't know. Last year. Sorry. Um, I might have actually written in my calendar. I thought it was like late. No. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, takeover in your house was the thirteenth. Hell in a Cell was the 20th. Oh, it took place July 17th. July 17th. Yeah. Okay. So. Looking forward to that news. Yeah. And that is all I've got for you today. Cool. Uh, You want to jump into today's impact? Yeah, sure. So we started off the show immediately with Violent by Design, uh, Eric Young and Diener versus DK. Gosh. So we start with Diener and Black Taurus. There's a super kick and some like hard strikes to the chest of Diener and then Enziguri. Um, and then I have a little hiccup. Eric then interferes on Black Tarus while the ref is distracted. Eric then gets in. And both men stomp the head of Black Tarus through the ropes. Um, Young eventually, a little bit later on, goes for the leg drop off the top rope. But Black Tarus rolls away. This gets Steve in. This gets Diener in. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I could not keep up with the things that Steve was doing. Because Krazy Steve was like a little Krazy. He was looking great today. He was. He was like on his shit. Yeah. Um, but he does like a million things to dinner. Um, eventually he bites him, uh, takes out Eric, and then hits Diener with a cannonball in the corner. Um, he then gets like a sort of underhook bulldog type of something. To Diener. And then Young disrupts the pin. Um, Black Tarus headbutts Young. Um, and then Doring attacks Black Tarus. And then 
the referee is like, hey, Joe Doring, don't do that. That's a bad thing to do. But meanwhile, um, Eric Young cracks the flagpole um, over the, the, the Violent by Design flagpole over the back of Krazy Steve and Diener hits the Diener DDT for Violent by Design to win. The Diener DT. Diener DT. Which is just a DDT, I think. Yes, I believe it is. Uh, I misspoke. Um, so then the major players come out. And Matt Cardona uh, says, the major players are here. And, now, and how appropriate that I'm here in the ECW arena because I am the Deathmatch King. In Impact, I am the Impact Digital Media World Champion. It's getting a little itchy. I've got an itch for championships. I need some Impact Wrestling Tag Team Gold. Teasing their appearance at the gauntlet on Saturday. Um, there's nobody better to be my partner than the man I broke into the business with. Brian Myers. Myers says, right now, I'm the best version of myself I've ever been. And Cardona says, and I am the best version of Matt Cardona. Chelsea says, Impact Wrestling, take this in. Individually, we were champions. We were world-renowned. But together, we are the strongest unit in professional wrestling. I believe the strongest woman was the only woman, uh, strongest woman, Chelsea Green, was the only woman to take out Mickey James. Um... And then uh, Myers says, what about what we did to W. Morrissey? You'll never see him again. Um, and Cardona says, I said something in the back. We are the most decorated tag team in this company, and we weren't even a team. The major players are taking over Impact Wrestling. And then uh, Tony Mamaluke and Guido Maritato come out. And uh, Guido says, my, my career started right here in this building. Though the past years I've seen hundreds of wrestlers bleed buckets to pave the way for wrestlers like you. Don't you ever disrespect this building. This building is not yours, this building is theirs. Don't look like, doesn't look like major players, looks like major sissies. And Cardona gets fired up and he says, we're the hottest team in pro wrestling. We're the major players and you guys haven't been relevant since ECW died 20 years ago. A whole brawl breaks out. And Guido says, if you have any guts, why don't you put that title on the line tonight? And so we get Cardona vs. Guido Maritato. Yeah, this was fun. This was a really fun match. Guido looked great. Yeah, Guido looks real good. Um, so Cardona like, is like going to show some respect <laughs> um, by like going in for a handshake, but then he goes for the pump kick instead. Uh, Meritado then takes Cardona off his feet after catching that kick. Um, and then it's like a rapid fire, just sort of grappling, sort of striking, kind of a style that, like, you don't get so much anymore. Um, eventually we get a kick to the back of, or a kick to the head of Cardona after Chelsea and Cardona nearly collide. Um, however, we get a low blow vis-a-vis -vis the ropes to Meritado. Um, and then a kick to Guido's face, um, which sends him into the fence. And, like, he lays upside down on the fence for a little while. Uh, then we get a back body drop to Maritato, and then he dodges Cardona before lighting up with some chops and an Italian leg sweep. He goes for the Sicilian slice to Cardona, but Cardona ends up kicking. 
at the last second. Um, and then he goes for the kiss of death, but Myers distracts the ref. Cardona hits Maritato with a low blow and then hits the radio silence to win. And then it gets like nasty. I don't know if you took notes on this. I didn't see you taking notes on this, so I don't know. I, did. But I can talk about it. Okay. Um, so major players start ganging up on, on Guido and Tony. Um, but then W. Morrissey comes out and he atta- he starts attacking the major players. But Chelsea low, bro- low blows Morrissey. And then Jordan Grace comes out to help. She starts attacking the major players. And then we eventually get Morrissey choke slamming Cardona through a table. Um, and I wonder if we'll get um, Morrissey versus Brian Myers. Well, if we're getting Cardona and Myers in the gauntlet, which that's just a guess. Oh, I didn't think about that. I don't know what the plan is here. Unless we don't get them in the gauntlet. Unless that was just a farce. Um, but anyway, after that, we get honor no more. Um, Eddie Edwards says in two days, they face Gresham, the last man that thinks honor exists in this industry. I'll show him a pain. I'll show him a, uh, what the fuck did I write? I'll show him a painful that there is honor no more. A painful reminder that there is truly honor no more uh taven says two days until we accomplish our goal we're gonna add impact tag champ to our resume uh mike bennett says we are the best in the world and that is too sweet uh kenny king says bullet club i remember you jerks we'll treat you like rats there isn't a member of us that doesn't know how to silence bullet club we then get a promo from jonah he says, PCO, I have I gave you a fair warning. You didn't want to listen, so I put you away for good. Ishii, if you don't want to listen, I can't be responsible for what I do in two days. We're gonna to witness Top Dog vs. Stone Pitbull. It's gonna be a dog fight. Now this should be a dog collar match. That'd be fun. Yeah. That makes so much sense too. So then we get Shara versus gabriel rodriguez a 20 second yeah because he tosses him and then power bombs him yep that's it um then we get an interview from bupinder gujar he says i don't have any regrets i don't need raj by my side things are going the way i want i'm going to get my chance i'm happy for shara and raj as long as they stay out of my business then we go backstage where Moose runs into Scott Demore, and this was after it was previously announced that Moose is going to make a public apology for attacking Josh Alexander's uh, wife um, and terrorizing his family. So Moose says to Scott, why are you making me apologize? Scott says, I'm not making you. You have options. I wish you'd chosen stripping, the title for your, uh, stripping yourself of the title and suspending yourself. Moose says, I'm going to go, I'm, if I'm going to go up there, you need to give me assurance. He had me dangling from up there. He's pointing to the rafters. Scott says, what type of assurances did Jen have when you attacked her? 
what you want assurances, go out there and make your apology. I'm personally going to be out there because I want a front row seat. Uh, and then we get Honor No More versus Bullet Club. Yeah. Um, we get Vincent and Carl to start. He slams Vincent into some corners. Gallows gets in. They shoulder tackle him. And then we get Jay versus Matt Taven. Um, there's a shoulder tackle to Jay from Taven. Taven decides to remind us who he is, just in case anybody forgot. Um, and my God, that man is just... I want to just snap him in half. <laughs> Um, then we get Bay versus King, and it's kind of obvious that we're kind of getting like a little sampler platter. And they do the thing that I hate, where it's like uh, they both drop kick each other at the same time, and then they kip up at the same time because everything you can do, I can do, but I fucking hate it. Um, but we get a little takedown to Bay, which Bay counters with a drop kick. Taven then interferes for a little bit. Um, King gets the chin checker on Bay. This gets Bennett in. He hits a neckbreaker to Bay from Taven, who doesn't get the pin. Um, he insists he did. Says very specifically, I thought that was three. And I was like, or rather, it looked like three. And I was like, I don't know how something looks like three. But sure, Matt. Um, then we get Jay versus Vincent for a little bit. Um, he pops him in the corner, goes for a suplex of sorts, but Vincent lands on his feet. Um, Vincent then hits him with a side rush and leg sweep. This gets Gallows and Bennett in. Gallows takes everyone off the apron, hits Bennett with a flying uppercut, and then a Saito suplex to Taven from Jay, and a Tiger driver to Jay from King, and then the Art of Finesse from Bay to King, and then Bay flies out onto Taven and Vincent. Um, Bennett ends up back in the ring. He dodges the gun stun. Gallows, however, pops him from the apron. Carl ends up getting the gun stun, and then we get a Magic Killer to win. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really i don't really know the point of this match i don't know the point of this feud yeah i don't either like i mean i guess this might just lead to under siege because under siege is like just a couple weeks away that is true um but like if we're getting all of Bullet Club versus all of Honor No More right now. Then what? Are we waiting for Eddie Edwards and, and PCO to join the mix? And are we going to add two more to Bullet Club? And if so, Then Hikaleo comes in and so does, I don't know, fucking LP. I was thinking Kenta. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. This all just seems a little weird. I, I feel like they're just getting Bullet Club versus Honor No More out of the way so that they don't have to touch it again. Because this might have been something a lot of people wanted. I guess, like, it makes sense, and that's almost the thing that I hate. Is that it makes sense. Yeah. But it doesn't lead to anything bigger. Um, maybe maybe Jay White versus Eddie Edwards. Maybe. Oh, I was gonna say maybe Eddie beats Gresham and then Jay beats Eddie, and then we have Jay White with the Ring of Honor championship. 
But I don't think Tony Khan would be down for booking that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but we have a promo with Macklin. He says, Jay White, congrats, you did it again. Again and again, but not alone. Always with your club. Like Chris Sabin, always needs someone to watch your back. I belong to a club too. We have loyalty, a brotherhood that truly is for life. Doesn't have weakness, dishonesty. We trust each other. He's talking about the Marines. Uh, that's why I jumped to you. You have no loyalty. Uh, look at Jay White and G.O.D. Uh, I love to fight alone. A rebellion. It is tag em, bag em, and mayhem for all. Love that slogan. I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because I actually really didn't know who oh, he was you fucking because he posted no. a, he posted a picture of him in his uh, Marines gear, and with hashtag impact on Axis TV. <laughs> okay. It was like him behind a wall. Like it it seemed like it was in the middle of a war zone or something. Like he's ducked for cover. He's like, hey, good selfie. <laughs> hashtag impact on Axis TV. Um. So then we get the inspiration. They're signing a fan's picture. Um, and they say, the inspiration have the ability to bring people into our world and remove people when we want to, just like we did to Caleb with a gay. Now that Caleb is out of the equation, we can be two-time knockouts tag team champs. And then we get a promo from Taya Valkyrie. She says, what can we say about Diana? She's the champ champ. I had to come to Impact to get what I didn't lose, the Reina de Reina's title. At Rebellion, I will become a four-time champion. See you soon, Diana. This this is a feud that we should have gotten more of. Like we should have had some face to face after multiverse of matches. Like we should have gotten more between them. Like we didn't even see yeah. Diana today at all. Um we barely saw Tasha Steeles, and Tasha's not even defending that title at a uh rebellion. Yes, she is. Yeah. Oh, Rosemary. That's right. Yep. Um then we get uh Mike Bailey and Ace Austin versus Trey Miguel and Laredo Kid. Yes, sir. We start with Ace and Trey, um, and we're like twisting and we're turning, and then we're tagging out, and we get Laredo and Bailey. Um, Laredo hits Bailey with a Hurricane Rana, and then Laredo Kid dives out onto Mike Bailey and um, almost eats shit. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the ring, Ace and Bailey are working together really well as pals. Um, we get a kick to the back of Laredo Kid, and then a boot to the face of Austin, as well as a flying head scissors to Bailey. Uh, Ace gets a neckbreaker though. To Laredo, Trey gets in, and my God, you know I fucking hate this guy, but damn, he can fucking wrestle. Like he did shit where like he went between the ropes, and I was like, how the fuck did you do that? Like you clipped through them. Yeah. Um. He just just to further the point, he does a kip up into a head scissors, a flying head scissors to Ace Austin. Mm-hmm. Um. Ace eventually saves Mike Bailey from a maneuver off the top ropes from Trey, and then Bailey uses Austin to hit Laredo Kid with an enziguri off the apron, and then they both go over the ropes onto Trey and Laredo Kid. Um, back in the ring, we get a hurricane around a two Bailey from Trey and like a sort of a, like a, like a 
like a package bomb, package driver, something from yeah. Ace or two Ace from Trey. I didn't know how to explain it. It, it was it was a fucking weird move. Yeah, it's a Trey Miguel move. Um, then we get a standing moonsault into the double knees on Trey. Um, Bailey's setting up to finish Trey off, it seems, until Laredo Kid stops him and takes Bailey out of the ring. Trey ends up pinning Austin. And then it gets a little weird and wild. Yeah, so Ace is kind of holding down Trey for Mike Bailey to uh, give a roundhouse kick to Trey. And as he's lining up, Mike Bailey reconsiders and instead gives a big roundhouse kick to Ace Austin. Who the fuck didn't see this coming? Um, so now the triple threat's going to be an actual triple threat with no teaming involved. I'll be really honest with you. I, I did not see this coming. Really? Not the way it happened, at least. Um, the way I saw it was... Bailey being happy-go-lucky and then, like, kind of being like, oh, I'm not going to help you at, like, this fucking, like, triple threat. Mm -hmm. That's sort of what I saw happening. Yeah. I expected it more during the match itself uh, on Saturday. Um, But then we get a promo from Honor No More. Um, I think it was Mike Bennett that says, we're going to get it back. We'll become champions at Rebellion. Vincent uh, chimes up and he says, Would you excuse me? I have some business to attend to. He walks off. He, open, he goes to the parking garage, opens up a trunk of a car, and pulls out some jumper cables. And then he finds PCO under a sheet in like some, some shed. And he, he jump starts him back to life. And then PCO just shouts, Jonah! And we're we're probably getting a rubber match between them. Fair I, enough. I think it it would be the third one. Yeah. Um. So finally, we have the moose a public moose public apology. <laughs> uh. So moose comes out, and he has a man in a suit in the ring with him. And he says, I would like to introduce you to my attorney who will be reading my public apology. So his attorney grabs a mic and he says, my name is Artie Evans, Moose's longtime attorney. And at this time, I ask that you please show some uncharacteristic respect for this message. To whom it may concern, mainly Josh Alexander, his wife, and his kids. After much consideration, my client professionally known as Moose now understands that his actions have exceeded the bounds of appropriate Moose chimes in he says Artie I'm sorry this isn't sincere enough if we're going to do this we're going to do it right he crumples up the paper he says I have to admit nobody's family deserves what I put Josh's family through Josh deserves a sincere apology Josh I'm sorry I'm sorry for showing all these people how much of a loser you are I'm sorry for exposing you for not being a protector to your wife I'm sorry for exposing you for not being a role model to your kids. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I'm not sorry for. Whooping your ass at Bound for Glory. Being the Impact Champion. The face of this company. 
You walk around calling yourself the walking weapon, the face of impact in hell. You can't even protect your damn family. You know what I'm not sorry for? What I'm going to do to you in just two days. I plan on sending your sorry ass home for longer than a month. I know you're back there, so pay close attention. At Rebellion, after I beat you, you're going to bend to your knees and beg me to come home and show your family what a real man looks like. So Josh then comes out. He lays out the security. He, he confronts Scott to more, but Scott just lets him through. The whole brawl starts. Moose gives a Uranagi to Josh, and another Uranagi grabs a table, timekeeper's table, um, tries to Uranagi Josh through the table, but Josh uh, counters and C4 spikes Moose through the table. I gotta be honest. This this go home segment was nowhere near as good as Moose's segment with Cardona and Morrissey. That was insane. This this was yeah. good, but it wasn't that level. Like this needed like this needed like Jade to show up. <laughs> Josh needs to accidentally like chair shot his child. <laughs> Dude, imagine. <laughs> um, and you know what? If we hadn't gotten, like, like if we hadn't already lined up Josh to get the title, I would have been one hundred percent for Cardona winning that title against Moose. Back when he was a babyface. Yeah, I never thought that he was a very believable babyface, though. That's because he was a he that was when he was like peak healed and GCW and elsewhere. Yeah. And Impact was the only place he was a phase. Alright, you want to talk about the bests of the night? I'll talk about one best of the night and that's it. Well, before we get to the best of the night, if you have a question for a question segment, leave it in the chat now and we'll get to it after the bests of the night. Now, before we get there though. Okay, good. Got it. Give our weekly update on the top 10 wrestlers in pro wrestling in kayfabe. Liz looks exhausted. This podcast takes a lot out of her. So, this is based on wins and losses. It's all in kayfabe. So, yeah. Uh, number 10, Hiromu Takahashi from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Number 9, from Dragon Gate. Naruki Doi. Number eight, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Number seven, the Ring of Honor and Progress World Champion, Jonathan Gresham. Uh, number six, from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shingo Takagi. Number five, also from New Japan Pro Wrestling, MJF's next challenger, Great Okan. Number four, top four are all from Dragon Gate. Number four, Kota Minora. Number three, Yuki Yoshioka. Number two, Dragon Dia. And number one, Kaito Ishida. They, they, I have never seen these guys get a loss this entire year. And they, they, really? they have episodes like several times a week. Um, but yeah. All right, you want to talk about the best of the night now? Yeah, we'll talk about the best of the night. 
Alright, promo of the night. Um, it's either major players, PCO getting revived, or Moose. My vote's for Moose. Okay. I can give it to Moose. Okay. Alright, let's talk about Wrestler of the Night. Um, oh wait, you only said one best of the night, so I guess we have to move on. Yeah. On to the questions! No. Alright, three choices for best, best wrestler of the night. Ready? Ready. Guido Maritato, Krazy Steve, or Ace Austin? You know what? You might, you might question me for this one. You might. I probably will. I'm going with Krazy Steve. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Guido. Oh, no. I, I just feel like Krazy Steve like, really did an impeccable job today. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Alright, match of the night. As always, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night. And we'll talk about which one's the match of the night. Matches under five minutes are not considered. For example, Eric Young and Diener versus Decay, Cardona versus Guido Meritado, and Shara versus Gabriel Rodriguez. Alright, so first up with a lowest the lowest ranked match with a seven out of ten. That's the lowest ranked. Uh Mike Bailey and Ace Austin versus Trey Miguel and Laredo Kid. Damn. Um, and then next up, I think this is the last one, actually. Yeah. Um, this isn't my pick for match tonight. I got the order mixed up. But 7 out of 10, Honor No More versus Bull Club. This was a very fun match, which was a multi-man done match done very well. Um, but my pick for match tonight is Mike Bailey and Ace Austin versus Trey Miguel and Laredo Kid. Okay. I'll give it to you. All right, you want to answer some questions? I will answer one question. Oh boy, I got I got to pick a good one then. Um, let's answer Miriam first. Miriam says, "Do you think it makes sense to have Macklin in the match with Jay and Saban?" Uh, and second question. Okay, we'll do that one first. We'll we'll save the second question for after. So, do you think it makes sense to have Macklin in the match with Jay and Saban? Hang on. My answer is no. I don't. I don't get it. I feel like they were like, oh, everybody loves Saban and Jay so much. We gotta do it again, but we gotta add a fresh spin. Mm -hmm. And um, this is their fresh spin, and it doesn't really... I'm gonna say yes, but only if Macklin wins. Macklin wins immediately becomes Josh's uh, first challenger. Saban and Jay White will cancel each other out. Macklin goes for fucking crosshairs on... or mayhem for all on Chris Saban. Saban eats the pin, and Macklin wins. All right, sure. But I don't think so. I don't think it looks right. Mm -hmm. In my humblest of opinions, I don't care for it. Okay. Uh, second question from Miriam. What match are you guys most looking forward to at Rebellion besides Moose versus Josh? 
Oh, man. I'm looking forward to the tag thing. Yeah, the gauntlet looks fun. Personally, I think I'm most excited for Trey Miguel, Ace, and uh, Bailey. That looks like a lot of fun. That's going to be really fun. Ishii and um, Jonah also looks really good. That's also going to be super fun. Um, um, but yeah, I think I'm, I, I just like matches where people have to come out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Rosemary and Tasha will also be fantastic. Uh, that's going to be fun. I just think like the reason I'm not like pumped about it is because if Tasha loses, I'll be pretty shocked. I don't think she'll lose. I mean, the, I, yeah. Well, I no, what I'm lose. saying, what I'm saying is that like. I don't think she'll lose, and I don't like going into matches where I'm like 100% like, no, this person's winning. Mm. Yeah. Except for like very small percentage of the time, but mm-hmm. it's pretty rare. Um, Milam has a question on YouTube. Uh, where do you stand on the Danhausen argument? In AEW's, is AEW's approach of assuming its audience knows him the right, pu- the right path? Or should they explain more? So somebody like Dan Housen, should they explain their background more? I think I like Dan Housen not being explained because if you know who he is, then you know who he is. And that's great. Mm -hmm. If you don't know who he is, he's just this weird little dude. Yeah, you don't really need an explanation. It's like it's like anything in like a movie or a game where like stuff is there. You can research if you want, but you still get the full experience if you don't have all that background. For example, Dexter Loomis. We don't know shit about Dexter Loomis besides that he's he likes to draw. He doesn't talk. He's married to Indy now. Like, it it would take you out of the experience if you got his whole background. Yeah, and I think that there are creative ways where they can kind of like create his background in AEW, where like he drops a line or something, or like somebody says, "Oh, well, you know." Or like something like that, but I don't think that we ever really need like a. Here's the story of Danhausen. Because well, I think like. No, you continue your thought. Continue your thought. I was just gonna say that I think. Um, it, it doesn't. It just doesn't need to be done. I don't think. I I I think that it's very. If you care enough, you'll look it up, and if you don't care enough, then shouldn't matter i i do think like i do agree with you that it doesn't matter like it shouldn't matter if they do it i don't really necessarily want them to but if they do do it the only way i want them to do it is exactly what you said for them not to do i want them to have an animated segment animated in the style of like retro mickey mouse or like cuphead of the the backstory of danhausen and him getting, was it bitten by a vampire or something? Like, cursed by a demon? He was a, wasn't he like a, a TV host? Yeah, he was like a Conan type And he got TV like host. cursed by a demon, yeah. Yeah, I, I want that in like that, that retro Mickey Mouse type style. Animated. That could be cool. I, I just think that like... In very similar fashion to like with Always Sunny, like the waitress, we don't know her fucking name. Mm-hmm. And we know that we don't know her name because she has pointed it out multiple times. Yeah. 
And I do like the idea of it being like, well, that's Danhausen. You should know who Danhausen is. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't, it's like, that's the thing. I don't know. I, I think I like the little mystery. Yeah. I don't want a whole ass, like, um, exposition on, on Danhausen. I'd rather just yeah. take the character for what he is and, and get the vibe from him, figure it out as we go. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a journey. It's a journey rather than the destination. Yeah. All right, that's all the questions we got. Uh, remember, no weekend show this weekend or next weekend. But Liz, would you like to close out the show? If you tuned in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tuned in the future, thank you so much. Happy... Happy to birthday mind. to my dad still. Happy birthday to my dad still. Um... Please tune in on Tuesday when we do our WWE 2K22 stream, where we'll be playing WWE 2K22 and streaming it. Um, Battle of Brands. Then you can also tune in the day after that and the day after that, because we'll still be here. And maybe by then we'll have a bathroom. Oh, actually, no, wait. You can tune in the day after that, but don't tune in the day after that, because then we won't be here. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much for watching. Follow and subscribe. All of our stuff is the Pinfall Podcast. That's Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Spotify. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eli's Elaine23. And we'll see you all on Tuesday for WWE 2K22. Unless you see us on Rebellion. Look for us. We'll be there. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you on Tuesday.